0: Five, Four, three, two, one. we have any goals this season, absolutely. We're going to win a lot of games. We're going to get in the playoffs. Bears. You know, obviously, switch. in the first half, we needed to do a better job of uh, stopping the run with the quarterback. And Saquon ended up popping some runs on us and they ran the ball uh, too effectively for us to win the game today. It's time for the Bears Nation podcast with your hosts, Kevin Lapka. You smell like a winner. There's a new sheriff in town. Dude, you're the man. And Jake Hassan. Phenomenally good. He might have outkicked his coverage there. That's the best in the city of Chicago. Powered by by Stamp. Strap it in. It's Bears Nation, baby. All right, welcome into Bears Nation podcast. It is Monday, October third, and the Bears have lost the game to the New York Giants, twenty to twelve, after kicking four field goals with some of the most cowardly play calling I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, but some things to do first. Oh, Today's episode in oh, no. October third. Oh, let no. me. Can I do the business? I'm scared. Can I do I, the I'm nervous. First? I'm nervous. Do the business. Can I do the business? Do the business. The business. Things do the first, business. Go. God. Today, powered by brought to you by the fine, fine people at Bet Stamp Bears Nation podcast brought to you by Bet Stamp today. All our betters out there, we know that you you price shop. You go out there, you're looking for the best number, the best prices. You don't want to lay a bunch of juice on something, on something that you know is gonna hit, and then you're you're losing money at that point. But that's not what you want. You go to Bet Stamp and you look. And they give you all of it right there at every price, at every site, every book, right there so that you know you're getting the best price that you can get. That's BetStamp, and that's what they do for you. They have partners with us at Bears Nation Podcast, so you use our code BNP when you first sign up at BetStamp. That's code BNP, and they will hook you up, make sure that you are making the best bets possible. BetStamp, code B N P. now it. I will get to the yelling. That was good business. Okay, good job. I, I know I'm, I'm a consummate for, professional. For Thank you. Kevin here. wants Thank to you. just get into the screaming and yelling and just not even You're, you. You want to get into the not, screaming and yelling? Kevin, I have a system. Okay. okay do you, you didn't, know? know? Didn't even give me a chance to <laughs> give our fine, fine Ooh. friends at Betstamp the credit that they deserve. Frankly, that they are owed, and that we are happy to give them. Again, code B N P at Betstamp when you sign up. Anyway. Kevin Lapka. This is Bears Nation podcast, by the way, brought to you by Fet Stamp. Myself, Jake Hassan, with Kevin Lapka. And my record improves on the uh, old predictions. I tried to tell you, Kevin, and you know, this is how smart I am. Oh no, this is how big my brain is. I have a friend who's a Giants fan, and I said, We had an argument because <clears throat> they're they are they are similarly as empathetic about the Giants as I am about the Bears. And I said, you know what? The Giants are going to win this game. And they said to me, no, the Bears are going to win this game. And I said, fine, let's put a bet on it. And shout out to Sam Panjatovic, because this is technically a a bit of his. I said, let's bet a bottle of booze on it. I said, if the Giants win, you owe me a bottle of whiskey. And if the Bears win, I owe you a bottle of whatever you choose. So you bet against the Bears. Correct. you, You bet your ass I did. And guess who's got a fresh bottle of whiskey coming their way, Kevin Lapka? You do. Yes, that is true. Now, for the reasons that the Bears lost this game, I mean, where to begin? The whole, I mean, first of all, I mean, this was probably the ugliest game of the weekend, right? Bears, I mean, it was, uh, it
1: was pretty yeah. atrocious. Yeah. It was it's not bad. really close. I mean, we. we I mean, were, it's close. There was no quarterback for the Giants for the fourth quarter of the game. Yeah, okay? and you
0: still lost. Yeah, you uh, lost really to a that. team with
1: no quarterback really and a that. USFL roster. I mean, they, yep. their whole th- franchise is injured by the fourth quarter. You're yeah. going out there against third stringers. I'm like, my God, you're playing up against the XFL. Like, what is going on out here? So, Speaking yes, of which, the Bears
0: should be league. relegated, not even to the XFL. That's no. too much credit. The USFL, <laughs> the the long dead. Uh, what was it, AAF? American association of whatever the hell it was. Unbelievable. Uh, You could tow anywhere. Um, I, of course, am going to choose to start with Kevin, the coaching staff, because that's where you should start. Not Justin. No, I'm going to start with Justin Fields because I want to. um, And also because I think there's a, a lot of trickle down effect that we can get to by starting with Justin Fields. It started so hopeful. The 54 yard pass. Yes, to Darnell Mooney, did. which really, if Darnell Mooney doesn't slip, is a <laughs> touchdown. Like if Darnell Mooney doesn't fall down, which, I mean, like wasn't the best conditions, was a little rainy, whatever. Well, it, it, it was a
1: he kind of had to extend for the ball, right? So that's not right. On but, him. but he
0: also he like he, he slipped a little, like he and he also slowed down, which was weird. He, it seemed like he slowed down. Not the point. Whatever, could have been a touchdown. Whatever, we'll take a 54 yard bomb to start the game. I was His what second completion of the game, like mm-hmm. his third or fourth throw. Hopes were so high, I was like, by God. They figured it out by God, but somehow it's happened. They're going to let Justin Fields throw down the field. They're going to target Darnell Mooney and just, uh, just immediately. Unbelievable. Like some of, I want to also tie this in with everyone's like, oh, the back shoulder pass to Dante Pettis. What a throw. That was a great throw. That was a phenomenal throw. The only place he could put it, Jake. The only place he could put it. Super untrue. And let me tell you why. Dante Pettis had the defensive back beat. If Justin Fields just leads. If he throws the ball like he did to Darnell Mooney on that 54-yard completion. Touchdown. I don't know if there's a safety there. Did you see the all-22? Because there might have been a safety behind him lurking. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Admittedly, no, I did not. But off the replay and what they showed again. It looked like Justin Fields could have hit Dante Pettis in stride, and he was gone down the field. Now, I am willing to walk that one back if it shows that, yeah, whatever, the All-22, there was a safety over, and that was the throw that Justin Field made. Great. Not his fault that, unfortunately, he's throwing to Dante Pettis, who has bricks her hands, and this receiving core sucks. That's not Justin Fields' fault. What is Justin Fields' fault, though, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you. He doesn't know what he wants to do when he has the football. This is what makes makes a good quarterback great. Jalen Hurts knows he's running or throwing. Josh Allen knows he's running or throwing. Lamar Jackson knows, unless it's like a broken play or it starts with a throw and then they have to scramble. But on design plays, the great quarterbacks know what they're doing. These guys who we want Justin Fields to turn into know what they're doing. Justin Fields runs around, and it looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like He doesn't make decisions. You're you're wrong. He he makes a decision on if he wants to throw a run way too late, especially run. I'm when, mold, like what? We're, what are we doing at the end of the game? Oh, where he just like he tries to flip the ball at the last second when like oh, but when just Patrick Mahomes
1: does it at the goal line, it's not okay. What are we talking about here?
0: No, Patrick Mahomes does it at the goal line. Patrick Mahomes, this Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, like he, he makes he does this time after time after time. Justin Fields in his second year, we, you have to make decisions. He's like he's out there and it looks like he doesn't know what he wants to do. And I'll tell you why. All right, when you
1: snap, when 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 the ball is snapped to you. And in under half a second, Sam Mustafer misses the block, and there's a 340-pound defensive lineman in your face. What do you want the guy to do? He can't make a decision at that point. Everything that was planned for him on that play is broken in 0.5 seconds. All right, and I'll, there, there are statistics to back this up, and I know Justin Fields doesn't want to talk about stats. He said that. In the oh press my God! Don't even get me started. We
0: will talk about Justin that too. Fields.
1: Unbelievable. This ball. past week against the Giants was under pressure on 51.4 of his dropbacks against the Giants on plays where he was kept clean okay when he was not under pressure he went 10 of 14 for 168 yards with a PFF grade of 90.3 okay on plays where he was kept clean I saw that I saw this
0: earlier because all of your likes have been popping up all this yes pro and, and because propaganda this
1: uh, yeah it's not propaganda this is real stuff man and, and Trent Dilfer was on the score today saying look I don't care if it's Brady back there, or Mahomes, or Rodgers or anyone. If you got, if you don't block well in the A gap, your your quarterback has zero chance. And you go back and you watch the All Twenty Two again, and not even All Twenty Two. Like if you watch the game, they had a lot of great, you know, end zone shots. They had a lot of great sky cam shots for us to see. kind of understand yep. what was going on there. And. It's like, dude, he takes the snap and, and, and just on a shotgun step, like no design bootleg here, no design rollout. Right. He takes a snap and, you know, they blitzed a good amount of times. All yeah. right. And the Bears did not do a good job of countering that. And not only because schematically they weren't doing things right, but they they weren't picking up the blitz. Like, you know, Khalil Herbert was picking up his guy. That that was fine. But then there's still another guy running free. Whose fault is that? Well, probably Sam Mustafar's fault. I mean, he takes the snap and he's under duress. And it's like situations like that. What do you want the guy to do? I mean, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. Just, this I thought this was the best game of Justin Field's season so far. If I'm being well, totally yeah. honest,
0: well, Kevin, the bar was an hell. Sure, this but, is, yeah, no, no shit. This was for well, people. Were, his best people, game of the season. Four weeks in, he finally completed double digit passes.
1: Yeah, because they let they finally let him throw it a little bit. Did I they? mean. Uh, yes. Look, I thought I thought and I am scox in the chat says I think this was Justin's most decisive game of the season. And, and I sort of agree with that. Like I look, again, the, the bar was in hell as yeah, far the bar as I was goes. in hell. But the, you, would you rather see improvement or regression? What would you rather see? You know what I, I mean? mean? Like you take it for what it is. Okay. But again, there, there there's also a narrative that I think we need to crush. Okay. And that narrative is being upset that Justin Fields extends plays with his legs as well. Like there are times where you're right. But no, 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 no. Yeah, that is what you want. But there are people who are upset about missing receivers. And everyone's going to talk about missing Darna Mooney up the seam in the red zone. But again, Trent Dilfer today broke that down and said, and, and Darna Mooney admitted in the press conference, he ran the wrong
0: route. He ran the wrong that's route great. on that play. That's really good. So when you have your number one, right, he, 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 he kind of took
1: route. the that's blame great. for it. And that's I don't awesome. know if that's, you know, him just doing Justin Fields a favor there, but like it would make sense. Like Justin Fields isn't stupid. Like he's never had vision issues in his career. So when there are things like this where he misses, I really am more intrigued to understand what happened because I know it's just, oh, Justin Fields just has bad vision. Like that's not the case. Like there's more often than not a reason for the things that he does, Right. Like when it was Mitch Trubisky and other quarterbacks who aren't as cognitive as Justin Fields is, there's no reason. They just don't have it. And they, you know, there's no reason. Like Justin Fields can go back and and, and we can go back and look at him and be like, oh, this is what he was seeing. Say, you know, he's looking off the safety there and he sees the safety coming up. Darnamone is supposed to be a little bit further on that seam route, right? Like, like these are things that we don't see when we watch the game on our couch that they have explanations for. So I'd be quick to just I I I wouldn't be quick, rather to say that oh you know uh, he's missing guys and uh, he wasn't decisive and all these things like no there are explanations for these things and the, it, it all boils down to the protection it's terrible you know what's funny guess what guess guess ha-ha, where funny Sam or mustafa, stab, stab funny guess where <laughs> ha ha funny but not mm-hmm. not ha eh, not really ha ha funny guess where Sam mustafa guess where ESPN
0: ranks Sam mustafa oh okay that's the other thing too. Guess, guess what it, his pass block win rate is this year in the NFL. Yeah, it's four. like 99%. It's 100%. Percent.
1: What the fuck are we doing, man? We, no, it is not.
0: We, Who, who's, who's making these? We live in a world in 2022 where we can send a camera into space that can take pictures of other galaxies and other universes and all this shit. <laughs> but here on Earth, with technology that's been being developed for the last 20 years… We can't get two, and this goes for all sports, honestly. We can't get one catch-all, be-all, uh, like, stat to analyze players. This goes the same for baseball. Baseball reference versus fan graphs. This goes for the NBA, and they're like shot charts, and then like basketball reference, and the NFL, PFF versus ESPN. Can we just yeah. get One! One! Because now, what are we doing here? We're yes, we're splitting hairs because you can, because the options there. What are we doing? I can Google the image of another galaxy, another galaxy. I want to make sure we like. I can <laughs> I can Google a camera that got sent into goddamn outer space and see a galaxy that has never been discovered in the millions of years that earth has existed. But we can't get one way to evaluate football players. The the sport where they go and just hit each other in the face over and over. What are we doing here? Make it make sense. And now I'm sweating, but it's worth it. We can go to the bottom of the ocean. Well, we but, you're to t- the bottom. You, but there's a number that tells me Sam Mustafar's good at football and shouldn't be working at Meyer? What is it? Not even Jewel, not Mariano's, Meyer. <laughs> okay? Like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's God. made up.
1: It's made up. These are the – like PFF is made up, bro. They, there's like – what do we – like where do the numbers
0: come from? Are you going to tell me that I, a blink of light in space that's <laughs> another galaxy isn't made up? This is all made up, Kevin. Well, That's a whole other conversation for my therapist. Apparently but. it is.
1: But the bottom line is – I'm sweating. He might –
0: I, I he who is might, he? We've talked. We mentioned Sam, Sam Mustaf.
1: He's uh, he he's Sam bad. Sam Mustaf. He might be the worst. He might just be bad. Football. And here's the I, thing. I, I'm okay. just not kidding. Back I to your know.
0: original point. The yes, the offense was bad. Like the offensive line was atrocious. Like really, really bad. Really bad. And of course, there's numbers flying all over Twitter. Well, Sam Mustaf was the worst, but Tevin Jenkins was good. But when Cody Whitehair was in, you had this, and when he went out, you had this, and da 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 on and on and on and on. Okay, great. End of the day is offensive line sucked, was really bad. Justin Fields, you're right, had no time whatsoever. I'm talking about on the times when he's running around and he's extending his plays with his legs. And I do think that's great. I think that's what you Mm -hmm. want in the modern NFL. It just seems like he like pump fakes like three times. Like It just seems like there are times, multiple times throughout a game where Justin Fields does has an option to run or hold on to the ball. And at some of those times... He waits until the very last second and doesn't take the opportunity that could make that big play. Like there were times on Sunday where there was a running lane, and if you'd just taken it, you probably would have gotten three, four extra yards. But he held on, he puffed it, he's like waited till the last second instead of just making a decision and going. Like it seems like and that might be to your point about his confidence last year, last week. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is a thing but it's 100% a thing. But here's the thing too and like I said, if you don't if you can't believe in your own ability and I get it like the coaching staff isn't helping and some of that play calling was absolutely cowardly and I stand by that and we'll get to that. But if you're going to believe in yourself and your confidence has always been your thing You gotta make a decision. And if you want to keep this job, you gotta make a decision. I'm not saying that Trevor Simeon's gonna, you know, I'm not saying Justin Fields is on a hot seat. I'm not saying you're gonna see Trevor Simeon anytime soon. But but,
1: better not say that I'll
0: walk off But if you want to keep this job next year and the year after that, and the year after that, you gotta start making decisions. Like some some of the times that we love Justin Fields the most last year was when he just made a throw and he just said, you know what? Screw it, I'm going, or when he just ran against the 49ers last year on that miraculous scramble. He just decided to run. It seems like that decisiveness is just not there this year. And that to me is a big step backwards.
1: Well, I think you're underlying another issue here and that would be, he doesn't really have the option to be decisive if nobody's open, right? Like what, like he can't be so run
0: so so try to so yeah, try but it's to also, but
1: it's also not that easy either because maybe there's not a like maybe there's not a running lane either right like that could be true as well but the bottom line is like the like a majority of people you ask would be more upset that he's not being decisive in the passing game than the running game like cuz it's always and this is what i mean like i tweeted it on sunday i was like he, he, guys he just Escape the pocket in an incredibly athletic way to get a first down on third and ten and you're upset because he missed an open. No, like he got the free he uses his supreme athleticism to get the first down. I don't want to hear any of this about being upset about that. But there are majority people who are, you know, more upset if a guy is not decisive when there's a guy open versus, you know, when he's not decisive if there's a running lane open, right? And I think that's the root of the issues. But again, like we saw this guy came a lot. We saw this end zone view a lot. And in a lot of those replays and in in times where there was a clean pocket, you know, there weren't guys open immediately. Like there's nobody, like I watched a couple of the replays where he's, you know, getting sacked or having to escape the pocket and not being decisive as you're mentioning. And I watch it back and I'm like, like, what is the guy supposed to do? Like he finally gets protection and now there's zero, there's nobody open. There's nothing available downfield. No, like, like what do you want a guy to do? Just, throw a pick in that situation. Right. Like there's a difference between being aggressive and being careless with the football. Like you can be aggressive if there's just a foot of separation. And there was not a foot of separation not, yep. in a lot of these plays. And this is, you know, I will own up to it. Boy, was I wrong about the offensive skill players. And 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 I'll cut myself a little bit of slack given the fact that Byron Pringle's out and Valis Jones Jr. hasn't seen the field despite being active. That frustrated me. If you're going to make him active, he better play. I don't care. Like, I, it can't be an excuse. If he's active on game day. Dante
0: if, Pettis if, cannot be playing and getting he, more looks than Velas Jones Jr. He just Jr. can't. can't.
1: And, and if he's if he's, I will out, say
0: Equinomia St. Brown has actually played fine. well. He's been fine. He's been. Better I than say, expected. Oh, you yeah. expected to be your four. Well, he's been your two.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say he's worth the money you gave him yet, but like, oh, well, it's, it's close. He's it's, he, he was Without expect- him,
0: he was expected to be your four. He's been your two. Right. But the bottom line
1: about Velas is like, you know, I hear people saying, well, you know, how are you, you going to expect him to play all the downs when, when he's, he's coming off an injury? I don't care. He's returning kicks. He's okay to return kicks and fumble them, but and he's okay to be active. He should be okay to play offensive snaps. If he's not healthy, make him inactive, him right? Like, if, if the guy practiced, and yeah, he was a limited, but he was a he was a full participant on Thursday. The guy should have played. If, if so, he can
0: go out there and moth punts,
1: then he can he, he can
0: play he, on offense. Yes. he
1: can be at the very least be a decoy. Yep. I mean, that's what he's supposed to be anyway. Yep. he's supposed to take the top off of a defense and scare you a little bit and, and you know pull the safeties away from the line of scrimmage a little bit. Like that, that's what he's meant to do. Put him up there as a decoy. He can run without having to you know touch anybody, like yep. just do that. But man, like again. I was wrong. Like I and I said all offseason I was Gee, like, who tried to I, tell you? I, that? Well no, because That's listen crazy. I still think that it's,
0: if you it's, say that Byron Pringle is the key no, to no, this no, offense no, no, again, no, no, I'm gonna no. I never said that. I'm gonna Yeah, you it makes you a difference, you, but he's in, not the key. In, in, okay, fine. He makes a Thank difference. Thank you. Thank you, you. You did not say he's the key, but I man, did. you were trying put, to die. Don't on, put this on You me. were trying to die on that Byron Pringle Hill a couple weeks I
1: was not, I was dying on the Byron Pringle I never Pringle. died on the Byron Pringle Hill in the offseason. But the bottom line no, is, No, you're right. It was like two weeks ago. I thought that they could do enough. I thought that they could do enough with this offensive skill position unit that they have. And I still think to an extent that can be true because that leads us to the next issue, which is play calling, which is not like Oh my these guys to get open. But man, like, it, it, like, Trayvon Wesco, is just, like who is dropping balls, you know, in the third, fourth quarter. Yep. You know, Dante Petz, again, whether you like it or not, whether that throw could have been better or not, you must admit that should have been a catch. No,
0: I, I said that. I said that when I brought it up. Yeah. 94%
1: it, of receivers in the league make that catch, like a very high, <laughs> like maybe even higher. Like that was honestly, you probably catch. make that catch. No, I, yes, I, I was thinking that myself. Like, <laughs> of course you were. I, of course I was. The defender was, you know, didn't bat the ball. We didn't swat the ball. Like that catchy. It, hit, it hit his hands. It was in his hands. Like, God, man. Like, and again, so this so here we are. We're outlying the problems here. And it's like, man, you still have the audacity to believe that, you know, Justin Fields is the problem. Like, again, both things okay. can be true where Justin Fields must be playing better, but it must be taken into consideration. And we see a week after week after week that give him, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, give him, T. Higgins is a name that's floating around for the offseason. Give him a competent oh. offensive line, and things will change. They they may not be near what his projection was when he was drafted, but things will be better than what you are seeing right now.
0: Question: Okay, just on based on what you just said, that is, he'll never be. No, what I'm it, not his saying never. or next year. I, next okay. year,
1: like okay. it's too it's too early to say. Hy- oh, he's hypothetical gonna... question. Yes,
0: would you rather have? T Higgins and Jackson Smith and Jigba or two elite offensive linemen, one from the draft and one from free agency.
1: Can I take the offensive lineman in free agency and the wide receiver in the draft?
0: Sure. Because that was going to be my next question.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You can't, I, I, because both are significant, like significant areas of need and you have to fulfill both of them and you're going to be in a position to the, the good thing is here's what I would do. it's it's not funny that we're talking about 2023 because at this point i started last week so um. that's the solution. well it's the solution like at this point there's no other solution like you have to just start thinking forward about how you can help this team and the only way to help this team is through money next year like there's just i i'm out i like i i think look are you (laughs) are you I did this last week. I did this. Yeah. La- I did this whole
0: thing last no, week. I said
1: in this seat. You don't understand what I'm
0: I said? I said right here.
1: You don't understand what I'm and saying.
0: And I said, I said to you, Kevin Lapka. I said this is going to be a big game because you're probably going to be fighting with the Giants for draft position. And you said to me, I don't want to hear about draft position. No, no, you're two and one. No, no, you're going to be three and one. What do you mean draft position? No, but this is
1: not. No, no, no. What the- I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not advocating to tank for. I'm not advocating to tank. I would still. I still will each week advocate for a win. What I'm saying is the reality of the situation is like they need talent next. They need talent, and the only way they're going to get new talent is through the off season and the draft next year. That is just a fact. That doesn't this nothing is, to do with the this way. This is
0: I- not a bet. This is this- like this is the look of Chuck. <laughs> I said all of these no, things no. to you. But you're,
1: you you're repeating,
0: no. It's like but looking not, in a
1: mirror right but now. But I'm not advocating for this. I'm not advocating for them to tank. I'm not advocating for them. But I'm just saying, in
0: reality, in reality, in the position that the, you, what you just said, what did you I just say? said, multiple times, you said, but Don't in reality, in my mouth, you dude. literally just said 30 seconds ago, but in reality. <laughs> and then you were going to go on to say, you have to start looking at future assets and how well, you should
1: always it. be looking at future assets, whether you're uh, I'm 17, gonna lose my or, uh, mind. 17, this is how things work. Okay. But, well, here, here's here's what I'll admit to you, Jake. Here's what I'll admit to you. That game made me think about it a little bit more. All right? I started to entertain some, some mock drafts a little bit more after that game. <laughs> it doesn't mean I want them to tank for Jackson. It doesn't mean I want them to tank for Kayshawn Booty. But I I entertained, I entertained it a little bit more. They still can do Did you do run things.
0: a mock draft, yes or no?
1: No, I did not run a mock okay. draft. But I saw some people post if you, things if on you Twitter. you said and I yes, interested. I was going to. No, I would never I, I wouldn't run a mock draft. Turn yet. Into a Running a mock draft at this yes. point of the year is just dumb. It makes zero Agreed. sense. It, it, what, like, what are you doing? But <laughs> again, like I
0: just I'm so mad
1: right the, now. The problems became the problems rose to the surface so much. And 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 I think part of it is like we sat here last week and we spent the whole sh- the whole show detailing solutions, right? Like these are the ways that you can make things better for your quarterback. Yes. And like th- there are still ways that can be done. Sure. Through play calling but it's just like t- to me more than ever last week it was a realization for me that holy crap the personnel is just not good enough you know what Correct. i mean and that was
0: Cole might just stink
1: right like and that's those are hard realizations to come to if the bears especially ever, for me but
0: in the next 20 years if the bears spend a second round pick on a tight end again i'm just gonna i'm gonna have an aneurysm
1: yeah i, I was again i saw these mock drifts on twitter and like you know, one, uh, one of them is like uh, Michael Bauer. Mayer. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. God, if the Bears took Mike Mayer in the first ba- round, I would, I would, oh, I would cry. Bowers I'd would cry. be the
0: only one from Georgia because that no, guy's no, unbelievable. That guy's a freak. That he's like
1: guy's a, unreal. He, yeah, but like, okay, look he at might win Pits, the Heisman, But look at Cal Pitts. Fair. Like, That's fair. I just don't do it. Just That's don't fair. do it. Like, That's and true. Cal Pitts is very good. There's other, sit- there's, factors, eh. there well, right? yeah, there's Mar- factors there as well, right? There's factors there as well. Marcus Mariota being one of them. Sure. And the Falcons just. Being the the four and zero against the spread, Atlanta Falcons. Say you, um, they might
0: be the new Lions. They,
1: they might be, but bottom line is, again, like it was just a realization for me. You, you just don't have the personnel now. Now, as I say that, let's talk about solutions on the offensive line because I tweeted this to you. I want to do or one do you, more Justin Fields thing. Okay, I I don't, but I I
0: do, uh, because we didn't even talk about the quote yet. I have
1: no also, problem with the quote. We're not breaking down the quote. No, we're not so doing it. You have no problem with the I have no problem quote. with it. You, you have shouldn't. zero problem with Players the
0: Players don't give a fuck about stats, and they shouldn't. It doesn't matter. But, Wins are well, all that We matters. have to put into context the whole quote. He said, and what would that know, be? Like when, I forget who was. asked him, why, is the off, or why do Leisure. you think the offense is, isn't working? Or how do you feel about the offense not working? He said, well, why isn't the offense working? And says, the stats. Well, the stats don't matter. Buddy, that's not true. The stats directly reflect how the offense is performing. That's Offen- true. Offensive line notwithstanding. Even if even if yes, yeah, say Justin Fields struggles are on, you know, the lack of protection. Well, only letting him throw 16, 17, yeah. fifteen times, that reflects the offense and the state of it. You can still give a legitimate answer instead of just saying, Oh, the stats don't matter. They they absolutely matter. Even if it's not what you want them to be, you can still gain something from looking at the box score.
1: Yeah, I think the problem with the call is like I it I don't I don't it's hard to interpret that. Like I don't think he was denying that the offense was was bad. And like dude, he went on the podium last week and was like, we look like shit. I look like shit. Like if he's gonna be rude with you, I think, if, if he like he's gonna be rude with you in those moments. But yeah, it was just a weird like I don't know. We're okay, not know we are going to so break that down anyway. On like. top of that,
0: okay, fine. Then I'm I wrote this down on Sunday. Does it bother you? Because this was a big Kevin Lapka thing in in seasons prior. Oh no. This was a big Kevin oh, no. Lapka thing. The camaraderie and the mentorship and the talking to people on the sidelines yeah, exactly. and having the tablet in front of you. Was there this or was this not a big Kevin Lapka thing It's in seasons think, prior? I think it's always a big thing. Yeah, okay, for sure. So does it bother you that Justin Fields seemingly is always sitting alone, is seemingly never talking to anyone, whether that be Trevor Simeon or Luke Getzey or the offensive line or anybody, and seemingly never has a screen in front of him? Does it bother you that every time it's Justin Fields on the sideline it's him, like this. Let's take a couple of things. No, wait, I'm not done. It's still going. It's like this. It's, it, he doesn't. He doesn't move. That's what, he's disassociating on the sideline, actively. I, you, well, I don't you're think like, he's disassociating. I no, think no, he's no, just sitting no, there. No, no, like, no. I
1: don't think he's disassociating. The way I took that was like, he has, oh, he doesn't want to be with the team. Like, no, that's no, no, not, not that.
0: Case. He's just turning his brain off. Like, I don't he's think he's doing there? that either.
1: Like, I think Kevin, he's actually reflecting Kevin, more Kevin, than his
0: eyes don't move. It's kind of weird because he's
1: reflecting. It's freaky again. But this is okay. So but, I'll tell you. Yes. yes. Does I'll that answer problem. your question. I'll answer your question. I, I'll answer your question here. And here's the example I'll use. Okay. I watched Sunday night football, Chiefs, Bucks, right? And and we're all witnessing the magic of Patrick Mahomes. And this is what, and this is one of the reasons I love Patrick Mahomes is because, first of all, he's just such an exciting player. Like, both when he makes the play, but after he makes the play, right? He's he's excited. He's talking to his teammates, but then you know they always will show shots of him on the bench. And he's always he's always on his feet, moving around, talking, going going to offensive line and dapping him up, talking to his receivers. You know, always actively engaged. And th- those I think are redeeming qualities of Patrick Mahomes, right? And I think because those, he needs so he has, many
0: redeeming qualities. Yeah,
1: he has a
0: few. Yeah, he has right. few.
1: But those are things that I think are actually really important. And now it, it, the the problem. The, the interesting thing to me. Is no, you're
0: right. The problem don't
1: don't say it's no because I don't think it's a problem because Justin Fields has never shown to be a bad leader. He's never shown to be a bad leader and bad with his teammates. Like that's there's there's nothing true about that. So that's why I'm confused more than I am concerned because we've again and and that's the way I feel about a lot of the current things with Justin Fields is is confusion instead of concern because these were all qualities that we saw in college and some of those things are innate and some of those things, you know, like don't leave you. Right. And to see those things go away is just confusing. But uh, to answer your question, like, yes, it's strange. Yes. I would personally like to see more of it. And there is something to be said about, well, they don't show all the angles and they don't show him after every drive. There's truth to that too, you know, to cut him a little slack, but I would like to see a little bit of that patch more energy or even, you know, And now that I think about like Tom Brady does kind of do the sit still thing too sometimes. And and but here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing.
0: Also here's been around. Here's
1: what I just realized realized as well. When most do you see guys sitting still like that, barely moving their eyes, when they struggle? Right, sure. Like when you have success, then you're more inclined. Hey, well, yeah, let's go, right, Mooney. Yeah. Hey, look, good job, offensive. Line. Like D- D- Justin Fields is not going up to Sam Mustipher and and saying, hey, good, 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 job, buddy. Let's go. You know, let, let let's, let's get him next job. If, if, if you're not visualizing, uh, you guys can watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere. Um, if you're listening to podcast form, I'm doing a little dap ups thing. Uh, that's why you're hearing that clap. But I yes, I would. Look, great, this is great radio. Great this this down, is great Kevin. podcasting because I'm, I'm helping out for those who can't oh. visually see it. This is really good stuff for me. Yeah. But I Masterclass. I will say that point, I was more enraged by your tweet. I was enraged by your tweet on Sunday. But sure. now that I understand what you're talking about, I, I do get it. But and, and there's now there's a conversation to be had about like, you know, maybe this team doesn't handle struggle well. Maybe this team doesn't handle, you know, defeat well. And that's a, that's a legitimate conversation to be had because – In that case, Matt Rufaloo stinks and needs to be fired immediately. That's not true. They're a young team who hasn't dealt with struggle a lot before. A lot of these guys, again, and I, I've talked about this with Justin Fields before, and this is a very, very true thing. Like they haven't dealt with a lot of struggle in their careers, right? Like they win all the time in high school. They win in college, and then they come to the NFL, yeah, and it's a reality I, of oh I, I crap. Say- we like, did
0: the, we did this whole song and dance last week, right? But it's and, a, and there's and truth I, to it. And though. I stand by what I said. If you can't handle losing and you expect to stick in the NFL, you're not going to. You're mentally soft. But then you still losing. No, no, no. no. You're not, it, but there's a difference. Happens.
1: There's a difference between staying that way and you know adjusting and changing. Right? Like not everyone is that way when once they enter the league. With uh, that, that is not not every single player that has ever been drafted just handles struggle well. You sure. get to the NFL. You're like, oh shit, this is a this is a new experience. I'm gonna lose a lot here. You accept that you change, like we forget people can develop, people can change, and then you know, going forward in their careers, they are able to, you know, adapt and, and handle adversity a little bit better than when they're younger. Again, this is a very young team, but you know, you're right. Let's go to what what before we were talking about that. What were we gonna transition to? Oh, here's what I want to transition to. Okay. Um, I'll let you first. I sent you the tweet, right, about the offensive lineman, about what it's going to look like for the next yes. couple of weeks now that Cody White here yes. is injured. I have to go grab my charger for two seconds, read out what that offensive line for the next couple of weeks is going to look like.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the offensive line with Cody Whitehair going out, you're going to have Braxton Jones at left tackle. Obviously, that stays the same. Lucas Patrick at left guard in place for Cody Whitehair. Sam Mustapher now at center at least for the next couple of weeks because our whole thing was, oh, well, is Lucas Patrick going to be taking over center and Sam Mustapher is just a placeholder. Well, on Sunday, had a lot of pressures, didn't allow, I think, only allowed one pressure, if not zero, played really well and has come along really nicely uh, in the last couple weeks. So that's great. That's what you wanted to see. Kevin Jenkins' redemption story. Awesome. And then right tackle Larry Borum, who's been a stalwart there since last season. <laughs> stalwart? Since Is last that season. That's we're calling him? Yeah, I mean, that's stalwart since stalwart last Larry season. Stalwart Larry Borum? I mean, that's he he's that's been a consistent starter, so yes. Sorry about Kevin. the lighting, guys. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, um, yeah, that's real gross, and you're gonna be without your best offensive lineman now for at least the next few weeks, handful of weeks, probably month, two months. But yeah, uh, the protection for Justin Fields is not about to get any better.
1: Yeah, but here at Bears Nation Podcast, we're in the business of solutions. We're a solution. Mm-hmm. We're a solution based podcast, and that's what yes. we're gonna do right here. We're not gonna bitch and complain about. it. We're gonna tell you how can they fix it. All right, and I think there are a couple solutions, and I'm not sure why they're not entertaining these solutions because. Again, I don't know if you're just reading ESPN stinks. pass block win rate stats there at uh, at Hallis Hall. But if anyone within, if anyone at that effing place has an eyeball, they should know you do whatever it takes to get Sam Mustafa out in there. And I don't know if the root of this whole issue is still that Lucas Patrick can't snap a football, which is goddamn ridiculous. Because all we saw That's last week is he's, 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 he's snapping in practice and we're on the show. And again, what did I say? I was like, I'm evaluating this game as if Lucas Patrick is the center. Yep. And maybe if I knew that he wasn't the center, I would have picked differently. And I ain't kidding, Jake. That is just how bad he is. I am not kidding. You're a liar. I am a liar. A liar. I still would have taken the Bears. But there is truth to the fact that there is a difference in this team if there is a better center at than Sam Lucifer playing. Okay, so here. So how, how can they change this? Well, Michael Schofield's still on the roster. All right? So my solution Famously stunk in the is – I don't care if some of these guys have never played a position before, you do whatever it takes to get Sam of there. If Lucas Patrick is healthy, move him to center, move Jenkins to left guard and put Schofield at right guard. Or put Schofield at left guard, keep Jenkins at right guard, do whatever I, it takes I don't think to get Mustafa out of there. Do what don't move Jenkins. Don't so don't hit, leave him, him at right guard
0: anymore. and put Schofield at left. Yeah, because I'd I'd rather move Schofield who's the veteran like Jenkins is finally playing well and consistently. Just leave him now so like, leave him where he is
1: i'm trying to did schofield ever play left guard in his sure, career so that's the question because i mean and, and here so here's the other thing right you i mean god the bears really have like they have not gotten lucky with injuries and, and it's like very subtle things like nobody's been out for the year fortunately enough really right. but you got guys who are going out with quad, a pringle on the ir Nikhil here on the IR. like these are important players lucas catching up you know the snap and a player that i think would make a difference right now. Would be Alex Leatherwood. I mean, if you got him back and you were able to slot him in, to be honest, completely right? forgot that guy existed. Right, but now again, now that we're trying to figure out or like different solutions for the offensive line, like at, at this point, <laughs> I completely forgot that guy existed. I, I forgot he was on the Bears. Right, <laughs> like like I start, I looked back and I was like, how can we fix this? I was like Leatherwood, right? Like, yeah. is Leatherwood great? No, is he better than Sam Ustafur? Yes, and you can't put him at center. You but hope. again, you, you have to flex somebody to center. And I, dude, you know what I did today? I mean, it got so bad. Like during work, I just I went and I just looked up sent free agent centers. Yeah. Just like I don't care if you're thirty, I, I don't care if you're. List. It's. I think there's one guy, and it was like Mike Paredes he used to be with the Panthers. He only thirty-two. He actually, I don't, I don't think he signed anyone right now. So <laughs> keep an eye out. But he, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because all off season we heard Ryan Poles say, you know, we're going to do whatever it takes to make this team better, and we're going to yeah. be active. Like this is your like. I don't care if Will Fuller it does is going to get suspended again sign him do whatever it t- you want to do whatever it takes do whatever it takes just give obj a billion dollars just for him to come here that's it's like weird, i don't right? care he's
0: still not signed although he's probably still recovering
1: i mean he's doing concert with drake he probably doesn't even want to come out like i think he's waiting to figure out which team he wants to go to it's gonna be the at, mm, i think it could be the bills but oh god they don't really need yo you think but that's not the problem. Anyway, any any ideas any anything you like there about the solutions on offensive line? Because are are you even entertaining that rather?
0: I mean, um, yeah, the obvious fit is put Patrick at center, but you're going to be sacrificing something somewhere. Maybe they like the consistency and the familiarity that Bostver has with fields. I don't know what their excuses I completely forgot Leatherwood existed, gonna be honest with you. Uh I mean former first round pick obviously shouldn't have been that. Everyone laughed at the Raiders at the time that it happened. Um and the Bears bring him in. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean maybe it's him. I mean, maybe it's Riley Reef uh, and you put him at right tackle and you put <laughs> and Larry Borm at left guard where he put him <laughs> Oh yes, I guess. So maybe you have something there because Reef was supposed to be your left tackle and then he stunk so bad and he was hurt. But, he played right tackle throughout his career in the NFL, so maybe you put Boreham at left guard where he played in college. Leave Jenkins at right guard because, like I said, don't really want him moving around anymore. That he's finally playing consistently and well. On top of it, I yeah,
1: you, you got to try something, and there, you there, got to like, try something. That's that's the problem I have is we heard a lot from Matt Eberflus, and I don't have like I'm not. There are people, Jay Cord, jumping the gun about firing Matt Eberflus and firing coaching staff. Like you, you can't jump that. You, you can pretty bad. Know, You can talk about the offensive coordinator. You, you cannot The defense talk. was bad Sunday. Right. The it defense was. was bad Sunday. And, and I think there's, again, personnel issues up front with that that, that had to do with it. But there was – I mean, we haven't even talked about the lack of contain on every single yeah. read option. Oh, my God, yeah. bootleg. We were getting killed by bootlegs.
0: You're getting killed by Daniel Jones on bootlegs Jones. that you can see time after time. <clears throat> They're coming from a million miles away. You're getting killed – on wildcats, when they don't have a quarterback at all, you are getting killed by Saquon Barkley taking the snap.
1: I would have. I, I, I thought about this when that was happening. I was like, "Would you have loaded the box with 12 yes! 11 guys?" Yes. I mean, seriously.
0: Maybe not even twelve. Maybe you don't have to send all twelve, yeah, 12. but you know, 11. yeah, you can't have twelve. Not all. You don't send all eleven, but send <laughs> nine. Send eight. They're not throwing the ball.
1: They don't. They don't trust Kyler Gordon one on one against Daniel Jones yeah, on the outside you, as a wide receiver?
0: receiver. which Kyler Gordon? He might stink too. Like, why are you even bothering covering Daniel Jones? He can't run. He can't walk. Dude,
1: they're worried about Daniel Jones running a mean. Yeah, side. like Daniel Jones is, Daniel Jones is in get the get huddle.
0: The defense. Like seriously? Yeah, I mean, I, I was stunned. Play <laughs> like, action. Same so that, that's a good segue to Daniel Jones. That, that's a good segue because we you The personnel has been an issue all year. We knew that was going to happen. And as we segue into the the coaching staff and the decisions, we will once again segue into a read for Betstamp again, our friends who are now sponsoring and supporting this show. And you should support Betstamp. When you sign up, code BNP. Betstamp is going to give you all the best prices, all the best analysis, everything you need to make the best bets possible and win the most money possible and put it in your pocket. So go to Betstamp. Use our code BNP, when you sign up, show love to Betstamp the same way you show love to us. And by showing love to Stamp, you continue to show love to us. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to show us love? Why would you do yeah, this? so fair. I know you guys don't want to do that. So go to Betstamp, use code BNP, and make that money. God, the coaching staff are cowards. All of them. Everybody, especially Not on that offensive of – Everybody on the offensive coaching staff is offensive to my eyeball. Because they are cowards. How? You're inside the 10, you're inside the 7 twice, and you kick field goals twice. You gotta go for that. You go, you get touchdowns. What was the yard? What was the down distance on those plays? Like, I don't remember, I didn't write it down. Like Like under three yards? You were at the two at least once. I think you you were saying go
1: for four, four, go out four times. Yes. 100%.
0: Okay.
1: Absolutely. In any situation in the game? Even it's in first a, quarter? you you I'm not goals. arguing with you I'm just I'm just field trying to understand. goals don't your win games as Correct. you saw. Field goal two field goals when you game maybe Three. even. So how would you feel about them punting it away in
0: the fourth quarter? That, and, and I retweeted this. It let me find it. It was like it was Is that the the punt the, index thing? the the um, surrender punt the surrender, surrender index. Yeah, yes. The surrender index. It rated out as one of the most cowardly punts of the year of the year. I think it was like it, 97th percentile all it time. It was crazy. Uh, Chicago decided to punt to New York from the Chicago 45 on 4th and 2 with 3 minutes and 15 remaining in the game while losing 12 to 20. Surrender index of 26.46. This ranks at the 98th percentile of cowardly punts of the 2022 season and the 97th percentile of all punts since 1999. Did you say 97th? 97th percentile. Since 1999. (laughs) Like – if you're not if you're going to rationalize kicking those field goals and making a one score game, fine. But you have to know you're going for it in that scenario. Right. They're like you have to at some point you have to have conviction and say, "Okay, we got to make a play here and put the hands put the ball in the hands of this guy, of this quarterback who we think is good or are we going to continue to say we think is good and make a play?" And that and it's just the play calling on offense as, as a whole like the, and we talked about last week. Yeah, at some point, you have to stack these short yardage throws and build the rapport and build the confidence and they start getting that. in a rhythm. You can't do that that late in the game. You can't have your last play of the game be a little out route that's <laughs> going to go three yards. That wouldn't have From even the gotten ladder. the first down, and that it turns into a, a circus of laterals, that was which fun, was outrageous. That was awesome. Because I thought for sure something crazy was going to happen. Like it on w- it went on. For I so thought we long. had it. I thought it went a on second. for so long. I was like, it's too long. Like it's going right, to happen, it <laughs> and it would have been the stupidest way. But did, did like Kevin, even if let's say the Bears scored on that lateral, like that crazy lateral landing, yeah. would you really have had confidence? No, that the Bears would have converted a two point conversion. No confidence. I would have had yeah. zero. I would have been at, I would have still walked away from the team. Zero point zero percent would I have thought that the Bears had the play calling required to convert a two-point conversion. You yeah. ran Khalil on, on third and short, second and short multiple times throughout that game. You just ran Khalil Herbert into a stack box. They showed you from a mile from as far out in outer space as that goddamn camera. You uh-huh. saw that the Giants were stacking the box and that Khalil Herbert would have nowhere to go. And they did it anyway. They did that multiple times and a handful of times in the second half, multiple times, and it's like no adjustments, no. All right, let's just hope for the best. Listen, I like Khalil Herbert. I think he's a good player, I love and I think the Bears' offensive line, for all their faults, faults and pass protection, they're a decent run blocking unit. Clearly, because Khalil Herbert still found room not to run, this week. not but, not as much this week, but over the course of the year. And you just you don't put your team in a position to succeed. Correct. Great. Yeah, you don't like. How are you going to trust a kicker you brought up the practice squad more than Justin Fields? He's the GOAT, Michael Badgley. Fine, great. He got released from the practice four squad four. today, four. which means Cairo Santos is back. There's your roster update for the week. i baby. But, I mean, it's just like how are you going to, like, cowardly. Like, that's the best way to put it from the tweet That is Cowardly, the punt, the play calling, the decision to kick a field goal every time, to not go for it on fourth and two to try and get a touchdown, everything about it was cowardly, and everything about it was just sad to watch. Like, that's not how you're going to win football games. Not at all. Not zero times out of zero. And I honestly, and I wrote this down to be able to say this, you quote tweeted a tweet today. Oh, no. That, what it oh, be? about how what don't be it? this guy. About people comparing that ear to the other coaches. Brian Dable, Mike oh, yeah, McDaniel. not be that guy. No, I'm going to be that guy. Be the that Bears guy. are 4-0 oh if you have Brian Dable or Mike McDaniel. Correct. Kevin, you're out here picking the Bears every week. You don't think they're four? I don't pick the Bears every week. You so far. I'm three and one on picks. Respect my name, brother. Whatever. Sure. Point being, if you have Brian Dable, if if that's flipped on Sunday, you win that game. And honestly, I think Brian Dable, after seeing how that man calls the game and the, the nuts that he has on him, you probably win the game against the Packers, too. Because he probably has a better play call than to the Justin Fields. It, it, yes, is it? But the Bears objectively are 4-0 with. Mike McDaniel or Brian Dable's coach. Let's all. At the very least, there are three more. What we're going to do here is we're going to enter the time capsule, okay?
1: And what I should do actually is go back and find the audio from Week Four of the 2018 season oh and our thoughts on Matthew Nagy at the time and how we were probably That's fine. and how we were probably clowning the other teams that selected head coaches that year, right? And look how it panned out. It is way too early. To make a determination, and, to and, this, and
0: I'm, I'm saying to this point, though on this date, October third, 2022, the Bears would be four and zero. With like, the Bears would be four and zero. It would have been four and zero with Jim Caldwell too. Don't forget. Don't, don't get it, twisted. <laughs> that
1: was my. Been? That was my. That was my like my prediction for Coach back in the summer. That's why. I well, said because that. It, because
0: that was that was our like scorched earth pit of misery pick though. Because God, it looked like they were going to hire sure, him. It sure did look like it. Now that was again, us, you know that was that was us being smart and trying to reverse jinx it and it worked. It did work. Good for us.
1: You're welcome. But we yeah, talked earlier sure about saying. we talked earlier about this, right? I've come to the realization that personnel just isn't good enough at the moment, right? Okay. And, and and there are there are reasons to that. Not only from you know a standpoint of they didn't really do enough in the offseason, like like there's sure there, there's cases to be made there, but the injuries are also you know a case. But here's here's what I think the conversation. Should turn to, okay? We have spent the last couple of weeks, you know, all of national Chicago media, wherever you go, talking about does the offensive coaching staff have trust in their quarterback? Sure. And the answer for most people has been no. I would implore you to start having the conversation of maybe Luke Getzey understands that his personnel isn't good enough, and for that reason, he doesn't want to put Justin Fields in bad situations. He doesn't want to. Like that, I think, is the conversation we need to be having more of is he doesn't want to rely on that. He knows he's in that building every day. He sees it. Maybe he's the one that has eyeballs. He doesn't want to put Justin Fields in drop back situations because he knows his offensive line isn't good enough to protect. And I came to that realization this week that maybe like that can be true as well. Right. So I maybe. and, And again, now there are ways there are ways now that I, I say it that that isn't true. Like if you really didn't have trust in your personnel, then don't have them run four verticals and have them try to get open, Correct. like run a slant, do something where, you know, guys who aren't good enough can get open. Like I watched, what was it? JT Fortson on the chief score, a touchdown yesterday, a nobody. And that guy actually looked kind of athletic, but he just ran a slant. And and he's and it, it just got inside leverage on a, a smaller cornerback. Like, just do that. Just run it. Just do that. Right. Like, it's not that hard. But again, I I still think there could be partial truth to the fact that maybe Getzey doesn't. Maybe or sorry, rather, maybe Getzey knows that the offensive personnel isn't good enough, and therefore he doesn't want to pitch us the bad situations. But I don't think that's an entire like that could be true. But it's it's still not a major. It's still not an excuse because he yeah. has been a i i I'm think i think the that
0: truth. the personnel thing i mean we talked about it coming into the season i think the personnel is part of the story i think there's something to that argument i don't think it's the whole story because some of these play calls yeah. are downright cowardly they're downright just scared play call and and real quick before we break down the exact some of those play calls the, the one
1: thing i want to say about that is this and I, it, it was the it, it happened in the first five minutes of the game right you you talked earlier about you know you got excited after that 56 yard yeah. pass to Darnell Mooney. I mean, I had a player prop on Darno Mooney over 33 yards nice. and I was like, bingo, like there it goes, right? right? Like easy. Uh, that stamp be and, 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 yeah, there you go. Uh, and you know, being our best stamp, if you, what they do is they show you all the odds on the sports books. You probably got not Mooney over 30, 33, three yards, like plus plus one thirty somewhere because they, that's what they do with this app. They show you, um, the best value with the sports books, but what I was gonna say is, they did that, and I was like, "This is this is great, right?" right? Yeah. Like we talked all week about creating confidence for your quarterback, doing the right things, and then what they do after that, I don't. I, I think they pass the ball two other times the rest of the drive, or, or the, the next two drives. Yeah. Like you got you you put your quarterback in a good position to establish a rhythm and establish confidence, and and within ten minutes of game clock, you just you just let it go away. You just you do you do nothing to continue that rhythm and nothing to continue that confidence for your young quarterback and it's just like wh- that was the most frustrating thing for me about the offensive play ball.
0: This was the most frustrating moment for me. You have a chance to flip the game, big big chance to completely turn the tide of the game. Daniel Jones heaves one up and Kyler Gordon just gets absolutely toasted for like the second third drive in a row, and here comes Eddie Jackson out of nowhere and just. Pucks that ball right away. Like oh, no, no, no. I don't I think Kyler Gordon was burnt on that play. He wasn't burnt, he wasn't toasting. He was if he not was for Eddie Jackson, to- that's a touchdown. Mm. Eddie Jackson saved. Eddie Jackson saved Kyler Gordon's bacon. By the way, hell of a play. I mean so Willie May style. Finish. Sorry. Eddie Jackson comes on over. Willie Mays style over the shoulder. Like he's like his head, his eyeballs are backwards, basically. If that made sense. Gross analogy. But anyway, Eddie Jackson with a great play. Awesome game-turning type of play that you are looking for that we talk about every week. These are the type of takeaways the Bears need to make if you mm-hmm. want to win games. Oh, the Bears, are, the Bears are undefeated when Eddie Jackson has an interception in the game. And then you set up, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run and you gain seven yards, and you punt. Did they run it three times? The, I so think that was one short pass, regardless. You do the most scared. you have the perfect moment to take – not even take a deep bomb, but to go 15 yards down the field. Take a medium shot, uh, just a, a crumb, a crumb of aggressiveness, and really, and really start to kick the Giants in the teeth and say, all right, here's where we take this game away. And you don't. And you don't, and you have these, these soft play calls. And you run Cleo Herbert immediately after the interception. First play was a run Cleo Herbert up the middle. And you got I, like two yards. It. If that. And you just and immediately and I saw that and I was like, you're punting. You, you just gave up. You know what? You, I, you I, just I, gave up. I be honest. When he got the interception, how confident were you they were trying to land the points? I mean, I was like, I mean, minimal confidence, but still, like, that's a big – like, those are the type of plays. Right. Like as I said, we talk about everyone well, that fires goals. up the that's offense. Sure. All right, let's get out there. Let's score some points. Where this is where we take – because it was still a one-score game at that point. Yeah. This is where we take this game. This, this is where we turn it into something. We steal we steal victory from the jaws of defeat. Nope. You play soft, and you call soft plays, and you end up – you turn an interception into seven yards, and you give it right seven back to Seven yards, not seven and points. And you give it. Right back,
1: and, and you say, "All right, we'll try after that, again. after that,
0: you knew the game. Yep, it was at that moment. Yep. Where I turned game. to my roommate and I said, "This game's over."
1: Yeah, you're like, "I'm getting this bottle of whiskey."
0: Yep, you're probably thrilled, actually. But yes. the and Bears, here's- if the Bears are going to lose like that, you better. I might, do, it, I might do this the rest of the season. I might do it for games like this, where it's like a coin-flippy game and for two. The Commanders, the Jets, the game. Lions. I might just do this the rest of the season. I will find whatever. I mean, like. I will find whatever fan of their team is as apathetic as I am, and we'll do this, and we will make these bets because I I am willing to make a killing on. this.
1: I'll be honest. Like, I bought my dad, and I take it's the Commanders game for Father's they Day. They might lose that game. They might, but I, I thought for a split second about selling them. I mean, it's not an entertaining product. Like, I'm not no, getting my money's gross. worth.
0: Do you if think anybody at like that Giants-Bears game had fun? Actually, it was raining. Yeah, and we'll actually say Quant Market good still too so and we, it's i like, but like the commanders who who are you getting excited to see in commanders bears see like i because, thought i was getting because, excited
1: for Justin Fields i'm sorry dad bad bad father's day gift like sorry.
0: like who are you excited like bears commanders let me go see fields versus wentz let's, let's go. go oh god like it it might be better if sam howell's playing it jahan game. dotson That's versus right. let, me, let me go see jahan and jahan dotson might be really really good yeah. But like, hey, that was it, our guy at the draft process. you know, said it multiple times. But like, I think I should just start Sam Hollywood. Carson so bad. And he might be better. But, like, I might just do this. Like the Patriots, the Patriots, Bailey Zappi with Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. I might do this with my friend Sam. I got, I got. She, she's a big Patriots too. fan. I yeah, I might do that with. A, but like, Jackson I mean, obviously, said. you're gonna get just dog walked by the Vikings. But like, Commanders, Patriots. Cowboys are gonna be, gonna be good. Dolphins are gonna be good. Talk like, myself into Falcons. A fight myself. I might do this with the Falcon with the Falcons and Jets. Everyone else is gonna get dog one, including. Me. I don't even want to do this with the Lions and because the Lions are obviously gonna win. They probably won't take that Let me
1: go back to what we were talking about with the, God, the ensuing so drive man. after. The, <laughs> my here, so comes, here comes my Pat's friend in the chat. Ben Zappi is a legend. Yeah, that touchdown pass he threw, like I could have thrown that. That he looked like he just threw like a dodgeball. Like, he's he, probably better than Brian. I'm Byron Hoyer, yes. Go watch the Trent for talk about Fields and Sam has to be replaced now. Uh, CPB film, guess who posted that on YouTube? That was you're welcome. Um, if you're talking about the one from Six story. but let's go back to that ensuing drive after the Eddie Jackson reception. Okay. Do we have to? Here's the thing, and here's a conversation that we <laughs> yeah we have to. Here's the conversation goes back to a conversation I think we had a couple weeks ago was you know you look at the best quarterbacks in the league, right? They're always in the ear of their offensive coordinator. And a yep. lot of times and it, and sometimes it takes years in the league and you know proven years in the league to have the ability to do this. But you go up, you dictate the tempo now. You know, you 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 go up to Luke Edzi and, and I implore I implore Jake or not Jake, someone's just saying the Jake Justin Fields to next time and it's hard for him to do this to be
0: like hey, the yeah they are Jake again. out here
1: disrespecting Scary Terry. I don't think you disrespect Terry Chen no you?
0: he's on my fantasy team. Yeah.
1: I would I would like him to perform better actually. But this is—I mean—that's the Carson that's This is the time in a situation like that where you talk about, "Oh, this is a momentum-changing play," and everyone on the sidelines is ready yeah, to go, right? Like Justin Fields used to say, "Luke, we're taking a shot. Like, well, yeah. th- this is our chance. That, like, like, ideally, like yes. This is why you see, and you know, Patrick Mahomes and Eric Mandy go back and forth, and and Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur go back and forth sometimes. Like these are, you know, some of the best quarterback-coach relationships in the league, and it's fostered by feedback from both sides and. If you really like, if you want to, be, if you want this to be a connection that's here for a long time, which everybody does, you yeah, everybody. In an ideal scenario, Luke he's here for ten years, and so is yeah. Justin Fields. No, well, actually, an ideal scenario, got, Luke Getzies here for two years, right, and the then coach he goes and gets the but you know, that's, that's what, I mean. what we were all talking about. You know, yeah, the then that was a, we were, we were oh, a stupid. A time yeah, it sure does. But again, like that's where I want to see, like, hey, you know, th- we're gonna do this, and and a good, you know, what a good offensive coordinator does, a good offensive coordinator is receptive to that. A good offensive yeah. coordinator listens to that and says, Okay, we're gonna we'll do it your way. You're or, the franchise quarterback or let's ideally, do it your as way, as at least for are right. way. Or ideally yeah, on least, the same page, yeah. like oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, because already had it drawn up. You just you can't you can't already had run the play ball, three right. It sure seemed like it. And I look, I, at first I don't blame them doing it on first down, right? You're at the five-yard line, give yourself a breathing. That's sure, fine. fine. But they ran twelve out of their 15 first down plays yes are on Sunday, yeah, yesterday, oh. 12 of them were run plays. And now I believe eight of, or four of those 12 were scrambles. So that's why they came up to 12. So technically eight called run plays um, on first down. But th- the problem is when you think about, oh, why, like, why are they not doing anything? Like, why are they stalling on drives? And that, and well, the problem is you are putting yourself in third and long scenarios. You're, you're getting two yards on first down, and then on second down, you have no protection, so you're either taking a sack or you're in an incompletion, and all of a sudden, in a matter of 15 seconds on the game clock, you're in third and eight, and you're in third and nine, and you are a 3rd and 9 and you do not have the means to convert those types of, of, of downs and distances. You don't have the means to ask your offensive line per, to protect long enough to get somebody open in the middle of the field on third and eighth. You don't have the means to have offensive protection to do anything okay, that you want to do on, on down a distance. Okay, a, so Ty,
0: Tyrod Taylor passed intercepted at Chicago 7, intercepted by Eddie Jackson at Chicago 7. Okay. Tackled by Darius Slade in Chicago 4. First and 10 at the Chicago 4, Khalil Herbert rush up the middle to the Chicago 9 like for five yards, yards. Five yards, right? I wasn't upset at Six, that play s- s- in that moment. No, second and five at the Chicago 9. Khalil Herbert oh, rushed left right. tackle to Chicago 11 for two yards. That's disgusting. So now you're at 33 and three disgusting. at the eleven. Justin but... Fields steps back to pass. Justin Fields pass incomplete. Short left, intended for minute man stuff. Uh, was, was that the one to Tress and Ebner? But it was no. I think that was the screen play. I think that was a screen play to Cole Komet. I think that was a tight end screen attempt to Cole Komet. Was it that or was it the uh, was it the scramble mm-hmm. and then he like tried at the last second to like no I don't that that, that wasn't that wasn't the one in that situation. Then it was the screen. It w- it was the screen. I think.
1: If you did, you can. someone in the chat uh, fact check us on that. Which again,
0: I mean, the screw does it has to be a qualification to be a Chicago Bears play caller that you have to call these stupid screens multiple times yes, a game? Is a like, is that a requirement? Is that like, is it on a big board no, okay, when you but, walk in? You
1: better be ready you know, to call screens. Like, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Like, I I don't always have a problem. I, I, <laughs> It worked. Rounds. I mean and the one Khalil Herbert
0: screen went for like twenty yards. I, yeah, I don't I'm so sometimes, not, I, sometimes it's fine. Yes. But in that, like really, In that Komet, situation,
1: no. In that situation, no. I'm not saying never Cole run Komet. a screen. Screens can be good. Watch yeah. how the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs but, run screens. They yes. kill you. But you have to remember, like when I said this and I've said this for years, I said, look, I think Cole Komet can be a 700 yard receiver. He's not an explosive tight end. He's not an explosive right. athlete. You're not getting anything out of him in his, in the screen game because he's not explosive. He's going to catch sure. the ball, and the defender's always going to beat him to where he wants he's to be. He's not George Every single time. it's not George Kittle. He's not Mark Andrews. He's not Travis Kelsey. And he's not even a, like, I don't care if he's not. He's not dead as, long, Joku. as, long as he's a Yeah, as long as he's just a little bit more explosive, those kinds of things work. So it's again, it goes back to that conversation we talked about for years with Nagy, is understanding your personnel understanding who you have in your team and what you can and cannot do and the limitations of these players. That's a limitation for Pocomet. Yeah. He's not a guy who's going to consistently get you yards after the catch via speed and acceleration. He'll get you yards after the catch because extremely hard to bring down, but he's not explosive. And it's just it's, – it is so mind-boggling. And, and it goes back to the point where, you know, again, it, all these things are true. You cannot place the blame on one single aspect. All of them are bad, you know. That play call, bad. At the same time, execution, also bad, right? Like, both things can be true. The the play call in that situation can be wrong, and the, the execution can be wrong as well. No blockers up front, the blocking's incorrect, the wide receiver's missing a block, right? Like, both things can be true. We kind of have to remember that because we're so in the business here and, and, you know, the narrative world of place, putting the blame on one person and moving on. No, like, everything right now is bad, you know? So, it's just it's just frustrating though because you like if I'm being completely honest with you I talked about watching Sunday night football last night like it's I'm it's to the point it's so painful being a Bears fan where watching Sunday night watching good offensive it hurts watching yeah. good offense hurts yes it hurts Correct. like it like I feel physical pain when I watch good offense and I'm like how 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 did how do you do that? They're, 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 I think there's a Steve Naismith. How do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? that sucks. I don't, I don't understand. I've never seen it in my lifetime. How do you do it? So you have to That's watch I House of Dragons. That's play better. All I want, man. Yep. Like Jody Fortson running a slant route, bro. That's all I want, man. Like Justin Fields can make that throw. Like Justin Fields can do these things, man. You think. We, we know. We'll never know, we know. we're never going to see it. Because it's not his fault. We're not, yeah. we're not allowing to see it. But it, like, I, I would say, I'll ask you this before we kind of head out here and wrap up. Where would you rank yesterday's loss among like painful losses for the Bears in the past four years? Oh, God. Past three years, really, at, since 2018. Like To me, it was high on that list. So 2019, 2020? I'd say it was top three for me.
0: I mean, I'd have to see a full list, but like, I mean, there's been a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, that Monday night football stinker against the Rams is up there, where it was like twelve to nine. That game stunk. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, multiple wow. games last. Mike year. in the chat says
1: double dunk at one and visit two. I don't. I, I think there's probably something above this,
0: but I mean, that Monday night football game against the Rams was tough. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, I was, yeah, I was oh, that was the day, the day that Mitch got benched. Yeah. First time. That yes. was, was that Monday or Sunday? That was Monday It was night. Monday. Yeah. Yes. That, might be, one. that like might be number one. I might be Daniel with minutes
0: left. and then it then was, was like three minutes left. And they no, yeah. it, it was, it was a, a decent chunk of time. That's number one for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, that Monday, uh, was, I think this Sunday night game went uh, against, uh, Green Bay. No, not this one. I'm going to say like this, and I was going to go on. Where, like, Foles got hurt, and then Mitch came in, and then, like, you had the game the next week on Sunday night against the Packers. Like, those yeah. as a, as I, a package it's a, it's a really practice. sucked ass.
1: But the difference is,
0: the like, again. The fact that we even can't have
1: too many. There's just there's too, too many. many. The fact that we have to uh, think about the painful losses. And, and and the reason why. It's just so gross. The reason why. I mean, the Pittsburgh one last year is still up there. Because that was just oh because of the, the, the yes and and you should have won yeah but it almost hurt less because like you like it you was had just, someone the best not. it was his best game yeah. of his career. Right. but it it hurts okay. now because not only it hurts it hurts more because our expectations were higher after the first couple of weeks and we thought that you know this could be a team that could you sure. know that should i should should have won a game should have won a game like that yeah. you, you should win that game right and then you know to see not see a whole ton of improvement from your franchise quarterback, and yep. it, it those are the reasons why you know it's worse. But let me check my notes real quick for anything else I had written down. This is a little, um, this is our outlet here. We got to get everything through. I would say Kindle Vildor has played better, slightly, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, that's one of those. Things. Bar was in hell. Like, yeah, yeah been bar, bar was in hell, but he has been playing well. I'll give him a little respect for that. Um, Jaquan Brisker is the only bright spot on this team right now. That dude that dude That's not true. Eddie Jackson's gonna be a pro ball fact, right? this year if yeah. he's playing this we're way. Well like
0: Jaquan Briskers
1: he's really. really good. He's really good. He's really good. Our our guy Dwayne Brown his trainer, wasn't lying when he said he could he's be, uh, really an good. in the future.
0: Yeah. He's, he he's
1: really, really good. Here's the last thing I want to talk about before we hit out. Sorry. We're we're this is a long episode, but I think it's needed. Yeah, we're a little yes, bit over an hour. Right. I I think it's kind of needed. Um what the, what the hell is going on with the pass rush? Like we understand the interior is bad. But why out. is
0: like no no no, who, no 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 all these guys that you signed like did you really think was getting – I be, guess well where's Robert Quinn right you all know the intentions on him take him out of the game
1: no not one really he's it. getting a lot of one on one matchups
0: right like,
1: I, mean, I don't it all, understand it also could
0: just be like a unmotivated he <laughs> knows his team is going nowhere I C like be, last year was just true. an anomaly um, like and like and D. He's getting no help. Roquan Smith's completely disappeared. Jalen Johnson's hurt. D-line is way worse than you were last year, obviously with Cleo Mack being gone, but Keem Hicks gone too. Missed, like, Eddie Goldman gone. Like, the personnel is just worse. He's the only guy to focus on right now.
1: I mean, the linebacker play was bad too. Yeah. You might win that game if Nicholas Morrow makes that tackle on Saquon Barkley. You might win that game.
0: Or if if you're not trying to recover recover fumbles out of bounds.
1: Right. Where's the hits principle? Where's the hint? Oh, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. I'm talking about the one where Justin Fields fumbled and Cody Whitehair is right there and he's not going after the yeah, ball. Yeah, that too. I mean, what? What is that? What in the 2013 Bears Packers is this? Like, what? Do, what? Yeah, that was. You know? Yeah, we didn't even get. I that can't. Way. I can't blame. I can't blame them on the on the fumble by the sideline. That
0: sure. One. Yeah, that's just one of. But like, I think it was Morrow is out of. Cl- he's so far. like you gotta
1: stay away from that ball. Here's a question I have for somebody who might know a little bit more about the football rule book if you were like when he like, went to recover that ball he kind of like jumped up like and his body it, it looked mid-air. like yeah is that do you have not, to like they, possess it or like if your hands are on the ball and your body is not out of bounds does that you know what i, I mean because I mean? that replay through miles like it, like is it worth a challenge in that moment if his body's completely above not if, um, not if it's as ambiguous as we think it's like, right. like, you know. Someone who knows the rulebook better than me answered answer that question. But it's – uh it, the pass rush is confusing to me because we saw – good pro- the, I think part of the reason we saw good production earlier in the year, like Dominique Robinson had a couple – you know, a sack and a half. And yeah, I think but I that, mean, a fifth-round rookie. Like, you can't expect that every week. But right, you can't expect it every week. But, you know, Travis Gibson's been here for long enough where his production should be there. al Mohammed's Muhammad's, you know, your big name payment in the offseason. season. But no, it's not just the fact that, dude. It's not just that he has been non-existent. He's been bad. Like yeah. he's been
0: very like he can't. He was one of the well, main with, with, with guys, the Daniel like, Jones' bootlegs. We knew this was the risk because that's why they only got one two-year deals. Even if it was the most money you paid to any of your free agents, they right. were small deals. That was part of the deal. It, it was a risk.
1: Yeah. God, this team sticks. And it's 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 so this team is so bad.
0: And I'm 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 you're about to get. I mean, we'll do it more on Wednesday, but what's going to happen against the Vikings is going to be real ugly. I don't know. It's going to be
1: real bad. I don't know if they'll, I think, honestly, I think there's two outcomes. Either they either get blown out of the water or they just, they like, they or just win. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like, there's, you're it's, probably right. You're, it's one of two things with this team right now, I think. And like, God. and, and at this like dude, it's, oh, I hate it because, it's interesting. I just don't understand. It's the, the problem for us as fans and as, and I don't care who you are. It's, the bottom line is like it's it's so hard to um, it's so hard to figure out. That's the problem. Is like there's no. Is it, we
0: just did an hour and a half on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, is it that hard? I think I think why I say that is there's so many issues that again it would be so much easier for us to just say here's the problem, fix it in the offseason, move on. Sure. You don't have the means to do that right now. Our exposure is going down. That's our sign for us <laughs> to wrap up. The camera's kicking us out. The camera's kicking us out. It's losing battery. All right. Sorry for knocking it out earlier. And sorry if the audio and video are, are delayed. Yeah, Kevin sticks to this job. I guess uh, was bad at
0: this. Point. Yeah. Well, this was a good therapy uh, session. Good therapy session. We'll good therapy session. You yeah. needed this. You, I, you were excited for this. I texted you. I was like, you ready for this show. You, were, yeah, you needed Kevin to let text, that out. Kevin texted me. I'm excited for the show. And all I sent back was, I'm going to yell. And he said, I know. Um, so, you were you pretty know. moderate with the yelling. I don't know. I, I reached peak volume levels there a couple times. Yeah. I'm going to have to edit that out. No. Nah, um, <laughs> you, your, your levels are clipping. Leave it all. For sure. Raw, unedited. <laughs> that's what we are on the show. No, uh, I'm not going to edit it out. I'm just saying you're, no. you're, you're definitely right on the bar. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, but this has been Bears Nation Podcast. Use our code BNP at BetStamp. Show them love and therefore show us love by extension. We appreciate all of you guys for watching, listening. We know this is not the most fun team, so we appreciate y'all sticking with us until Wednesday, October 5th, when we do our preview for the Vikings game. Like we said, they're either going to get dog walks or just just a win. But as always, we appreciate you guys. And all as always, it sucks right now, but bear it out.